Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Let's give everyone some insight into Cheryl. Yes. Okay, what, go ahead. What is your favorite Easter candy? Oh, probably Cadbury mini eggs. Okay. Mine, peeps. All right. This is a lot about a man. Yes. Yes, it does. So let's head on over to the Disney Parks block for our first story of the day. All right. There's a first look at some merchandise that celebrates Pixar at the 2023 Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend. That's right. Surprise. There's a race coming up. There's always a race coming yeah, up. Yeah, there is always a race coming up. Uh, lots of race merch, T-shirts, jackets, sweatshirts, water bottles, uh, sneakers. And I guess the theme must be Pixar because it's all uh, it related is, to it Pixar. Is, uh, Pixar it is the Springtime Surprise Race. Uh, to Pixar and Beyond is the logo. You can follow Run Disney on Twitter at Run Disney, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. It's all Run Disney. All right. So uh, that's the deal. All right. If you enjoy traveling to Disney's Animal Kingdom, you may have seen most of the animals there. And if you're starting to get a little bit bored, uh, there's an article in the Disney Parks blog about five secret animals that you may not have seen at Animal Kingdom. That's right. And they're animals because they're the areas in which they're kept are kind of secret. So they're not usually seen by people. Uh, the first one are kangaroos. And you can see those over by the Tree of Life. Uh, they have two species of kangaroos, including four western gray and two red kangaroos. So if you turn left... At the Tree of Life photo area, you'll see the kangaroos on your right. All right, cool. Uh, you can also see an American crocodile. Uh, you know the Nile crocodiles from the uh, uh, safari. Right. Uh, but there is an American crocodile named Marley over in Dino Land. Yeah. Uh, and that is a big one. And do you know how you can tell the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? I feel like you've done this before. I have. Uh, the alligator we'll see you later and the crocodile we'll see you in a while. Okay. All right. Uh, the naked mole rats, always a fun time. Uh, and they are on the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. They have the nice little... Uh, the indoor area. The indoor area that mm -hmm. has like their their habitat. I, I want to yeah. call it like the mole habit trail, but it's, it's right. not really... Yeah, it almost looks like um, like an ant farm. Yeah, very cool. So check that out if you're there. Uh, the Scient Southern Giant Ant Eaters, which are in the Oasis, I've stopped and visited those uh, on occasion. Mm -hmm. uh, they're on the walkways as you walk in. Uh, and then last, the animals at Rafiki's Planet Watch. Uh, there is a nice little petting zoo back there. Yep. Uh, and it's a great area for the kids. You can find uh, a Florida native gopher tortoise, uh, a rosy boa, and a, a splash-backed poison frog. Oh, they also have the Nigerian dwarf goats. Yeah, those are fun, as well as some pigs back there. All right. So uh, if you're in Animal Kingdom, you might want to check those out. So they just had the first Star Wars celebration in Europe since 2016, and there was some news that came out of there. That's right. A lot of entertainment news, which we'll get to in the entertainment section. But the Disney Parks blog has a story about Star Tours. There are going to be some new adventures and new destinations coming in 2024. Uh, we haven't seen new destinations in a while. Uh, and this is going to be coming to three of the Star Tours, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris. Uh, so that uh, that's exciting. So that basically means updated shows when you go in to see, when you go in to do the experience, the experience will have changed. Well, it's the ride because you're in the shuttle. Right. But when you say new locations, it might be confusing to people who are listening to this thinking that they're putting in Correct. more opportunities to go see this, Correct. which is not the case. Your star speeder will be bringing you to new galactic destinations. Gotcha. Yes. So they're new experiences. Yes. Okay. 
That's all from the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. All right, there's been some details revealed about the Disneyland After Dark Throwback Night. That's right, the Disneyland After Dark Throwback Night, I believe, takes place on April 18th and 20th, uh, and they've got a lot of uh, a lot of characters meeting and greeting folks. Uh, Mickey and Minnie are on Main Street. In Fantasyland, you can find Dumbo, Pinocchio and Friends, Cinderella and Friends, Aurora and Friends, Hyacinth Hippo, Hippo and Mademoiselle Upanova from Fantasia. You don't see them often. And Alice and Friends. Frontierland's going to have Peter Pan and Friends. Critter Country is going to have the Three Little Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Tomorrowland is going to have the Tomorrowland Space Couple, Mr. Morrow from Flight to the Moon, and the mother and father from the Walt Disney Carousel of Progress. All right. So John Progress and his wife will be there. Those are interesting characters. That's weird. Considering they don't have the uh, Carousel of Progress in Disneyland. That's really weird. Yeah. Odd, odd, odd. Yeah, very weird. Um, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see them, I guess. Uh, they're also going to have photo ops that relate back to uh, some of the 1955 attractions, uh, the original Disneyland Park marquee, uh, the Mighty Microscope, the People Mover, the Skyway, the Rainbow Caverns Mine Train, and the Disneyland Railroad. Uh, the Throwback Night is an extra, uh, is a hard-ticketed event. It does take place after hours. They're also going to have uh, treats that uh, go back to 1955. And if you do have a ticket to the party, you can get into Disneyland Park starting at 6 p.m. Okay. So uh, enjoy that if you're going to uh, this throwback night. Great. There's a sale at Galaxy's Edge on lightsaber hilts. That's right. At Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities, a number of lightsaber hilts are on sale at a 30% discount. Uh, there are eight hilts that are currently discounted. Um, you can get uh, 30% off. There are two different Darth Maul lightsaber hilts. There's the Shadow Maul lightsaber hilt, uh, Count Dooku, uh, the Darth Sidious lightsaber, uh, Plo Koon has a lightsaber hilt for sale, the Reforged Skywalker lightsaber, and the Luminara lightsaber. Uh, those are all 30% off. Oh, the Leia lightsaber as well. Who doesn't want the Leia lightsaber? I know, right? Uh, that was only seen in a brief flashback in Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. So oh, I see. Uh, These are like actually fashioned after ones that you've seen in the movies? Yes. Like they actually like differ yes, in design? Yes, character lightsabers. Okay. So uh, 30% off. Not sure if they're going to be 30% off over in uh, Florida as well, but uh, time will tell. All right. So out of that Star Wars panel that they had at the Star Wars Celebration Europe, they teased some new characters that might be coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's right. Imagineer Scott Trowbridge uh, teased new characters coming. He said that it could be characters from Ahsoka, the Skeleton Crew, or other Disney Plus original series that could be there. Uh, recently in Disneyland Park, we've seen The Mandalorian and Grogu. Uh, they've also come to Disney's Hollywood Studios as well as Disneyland Paris. Uh, Boba Fett and Fennec Shand have been seen at the Galaxy's Edge in uh, Disneyland, but so far have not yet appeared in Paris or uh, Florida. So uh, we'll see what that means. Okay. There are plenty of new shows coming up, as you'll hear in the entertainment section. All right. The updated San Francisco signage is suggesting that Lucky Fortune Cookery and Cocina Cucamonga will remain at California Adventure. That's good because I enjoyed the Lucky Fortune Cookery last time we were in California. Um, yeah, their signage is in there. And even though it is uh, changing from the Pacific Wharf to San Francisco, it's nice to see that some of the uh, classics, uh, if you will, mm. uh, are going to remain. Okay. 
Now let's uh, leave California and head on over to Florida. All right. They brought back the Easter pre-parade at the Magic Kingdom this past weekend. That's right. The annual Easter pre-parade takes place 15 minutes before the Festival of Fantasy Parade, uh, and it happens during Easter time. We get some Fantasia hippos and ostriches. Uh, we get uh, a couple of dancers. And, of course, we get Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny. So uh, nice to see them there. Uh, you might as well give them a little bit of a parade, right? Sure, why not? And we also got some butterflies and flowers in the parade. I mean, they only do it for the couple of days before Easter. Right, it's not a long-term thing. There's also women dressed like chickens. Well, because they're leading the way for Clara Cluck. I see. Yeah, you can't have Clara Cluck without her chickens. I guess not. There's a new drink at the Kringla Bakery in Epcot. It's called the Kristoff Cafe. That's right. The Kristoff Cafe is a frozen coffee beverage. It is $5.99. It is a frozen coffee with coffee chocolate sauce, and it is garnished with coffee chocolate crunch. Um, you know, it, it's it's just a new cold drink. Uh, it's very it's small. It's small. It is, unless this person has incredibly large hands. Yeah, it's tiny. Picture. Uh, it almost looks like an espresso shot, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's really small. I would have definitely expected something a lot larger. But it is chocolatey. It does look like it might taste good. I'm sure it does taste good. I mean, if you if it had alcohol in it, I wouldn't be surprised it was that size. I believe you can get a Viking coffee that is very similar that has alcohol in it mm, okay. in Norway. Water is flowing at the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. That's right. The uh, uh, Epcot attraction uh, had a uh, piece on Disney's TikTok account, uh, and it was a little 20 seconds of, uh, what do they call that, ASMR, uh, and it was just a flowing water from the uh, journey of water water inspired by Moana. So it does look very cool. Got to be close to opening. I would think. I'd say by summertime it should be open. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, And speaking of Moana, uh, she is going to start appearing over in Animal Kingdom uh, near Discovery Island uh, greeting guests. All right. And that will begin on April 22nd. Very good. Well, news that doesn't matter. Um, A newly themed sound system upgrade has taken place at the Discovery River Amphitheater in Animal Kingdom. That's right. The River Amphitheater that has seen two failed shows over the past, what, four years? And has currently nothing running in it. And has nothing running in it. But they decided now would be a good time to put up a new speaker. Uh, The speaker is lovely. (laughs) um, And I don't know if it's part of uh, an overall upgrade or why they did this, but uh, maybe there's going to be a new show coming. Maybe. That will close in six months. It's this decorative speaker. It's got like fabric on it. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like, I don't know, some sort of like an, uh, a Chinese Asian, lantern or right. something. I don't know what's going on with it. but Well, anyway, uh, let's move on to Disney Springs where they are still working on the boathouse. Well, not still. Oh, just, just starting. They've just started working on the boathouse. There are some refurbishments uh, at the boathouse in Disney Springs. Uh, and um, they're just having some minor work done on the exterior. So there is some, uh, it's not even scrim up. It's just a bunch of tarps and planks of wood. So it looks like they're at the very beginning stages. Uh, So if you see it, that's what's going on. Okay. Gideon's Bakehouse is giving two trading cards per order as Series 1 comes to an end. That's right. If you've ever ordered cookies from Gideon's Bakehouse, you know that they put trading cards in the box. Uh, I didn't realize there was a whole series of trading cards. I don't know how many are in the series, uh, but apparently Series 1 is coming to an end. It's been, what, two years now since Gideon's opened? Two and a half years? Yeah. And uh, they're going to be bringing out their Series 2 of their trading cards 
Uh, so, I had no idea. I yeah. feel like I should have uh, been on top of this. I should have saved them. I right. don't know. So the ticket, the cards are put in, are prepackaged in the box. So there's no telling what you're going to get. Really? Yeah. Why don't I remember these? Uh, I usually take them out and put them in my backpack. I see. So we do have them. We have some of them. I see. Okay. Those are what I like to call some of Tony's hidden treasures. Oh, perfect. Things you find after the fact. Love it. I wish I was actually finding cookies after the fact. All right. um, The Polynesian Village Resort, they are putting up that new DVC tower, and it's, uh, it's starting to look like it could be a hotel. Yeah, they're up to like eight floors already in one section and six floors in the other, and uh, there's got to be uh, maybe uh, 70 rooms that they've they've got built now, and uh, it looks very industrial. It does not look like anything Polynesian. Of course not yet. Because there's no out, out, outdoor or exterior theming done yet. I'm sure it will look nice, but it looks very utilitarian. It's just concrete point. right now. Yeah, it is. And in entertainment news, there's going to be an official vinyl and streaming playlist of music by Star Wars Galactic Star Cruisers Gaia coming soon. Uh, that is going to be released on May the 4th. Uh, if you've ever heard about the Galact- uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, there is a dinner show which features an evening with Gaia. Uh, and that does a, uh, it's a performance with the uh, superstar in honor of the ship's 275th on anniversary. Uh, and it's quite the show. Um, it, it's all woven into the storyline. There's songs that she sings that relate to what's going on. Uh, usually the woman portraying uh, Gaia has a phenomenal voice, and now they're going to release her music on Spotify and vinyl. All right. And not to be outdone, the Tron Light Cycle Run soundtrack, as well as a new uh, Oga's Cantina Rex's playlist number two, mm. uh, are going to be released to streaming Uh, And those are available as of now. They were released on April 7th. Uh, The Tron Light Cycle Run is just a single, uh, and that was composed for Star Wars, I'm sorry, for Shanghai Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom. Uh, There's actually two tracks, the entrance loop and then the ride through from the soundtrack. And then Galaxy's Edge, Oga's Cantina, Rex's Playlist number two uh, contains nine songs. Uh, They did release uh, 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 version one, uh, his first list back in August of 2019, just before the Galaxy's Edge opened in Disney World. So uh, if you're a fan of Rex or of Tron, you can check that out on Spotify. All righty. It's a soundtrack-heavy day here I on guess. the Disney Drive yeah. podcast. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 soundtrack is also streaming as well. Uh, the movie opens in theaters on May 5th. Uh, and there is a new soundtrack with lots of cool 70s and 80s songs on it. So they have. They always have the best soundtracks. They do. My favorite song on this new soundtrack, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. So Absolutely. So we've got uh, some Beastie Boys on there. I agree. In non-soundtrack, uh, non-soundtrack news, uh, Sony Pictures' Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has debuted their second trailer. Uh, and that is available online and is available on our Facebook page. And Lucasfilm has released the first full trailer and a new poster for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, That is coming to theaters on June 30th. All right. And in movie casting news, Disney Plus is going to have a live adaptation of 2002's Lilo and Stitch. And uh, we have our Lilo. Uh, She is a young woman named Maya Kealoha. Okay, is she Hawaiian? Uh, I believe she is. She's adorable. She is, and uh, that will be going into production soon. I believe it is expected to come to Disney Plus in 2024. All right, awesome. 
And this is the part of the show where Cheryl goes to sleep because mm-hmm. a whole bunch of news came out of Star Wars uh, celebration in Europe this past weekend. Uh, Batu is going to be appearing as a location in Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, uh, and that is a new Disney Plus series uh, that debuts later this month. Uh, Star Wars Tales Season 2 has been just announced for Disney+. Plus. Uh, Star Wars Celebration, they announced that three new Star Wars films uh, are going to take place, uh, are going to be shot. They are not um, related to each other. One of them is going to be a movie uh, where uh, Daisy Ridley reprises her role as Rey, uh, and she will lead a new Jedi Order. Okay. Uh, so no word on if this is going to be a trilogy with her or just a standalone film. Uh, Dave Filoni, who you know from The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, is going to direct a film that takes place between The Mandalorian and The Force Awakens. Uh, and Charmaine Obad Chinoy is going to direct a sequel that takes place 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. Uh, actually, that's the Daisy Ridley film. And the third one is the James Mangold film, where it's a pre-Old Republic film about the origins of the Force. So that will be well before the Skywalker saga begins. Uh, also, those folks who were lucky enough to be at Star Wars Celebration got to see some of the first footage from The Acolyte, uh, which is coming to Disney Plus probably in late 2023, early 2024. Um, they also got to see footage from Andor Season 2, uh, where they did release an announced date of August 2024. So that is uh, that is good news there. The first Skeleton Crew footage was released, uh, and that is starring Jude Law uh, and a group of kids. Uh, that was also one of the panels at uh, Celebration Europe. Uh, the first trailer for Ahsoka debuted, uh, and it is going to debut in August 2023. Lars Mikkelsen has been confirmed to be playing Grand Admiral Thawn in Ahsoka. And finally, in Star Wars news, uh, Return of the Jedi is going to be celebrating its 40th anniversary, and it will be coming to theaters for a limited time uh, beginning April 28th. I know we saw uh, Empire Strikes Back in theaters during COVID, uh, and that was when it came back for its 40th uh, celebration. So I can't believe that 40 years has gone by since Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And uh, that's all for Disney news, so let's head on over to Universal. At Universal Hollywood, the dark arts at Hogwarts Castle has returned. That's right. After a four-year hiatus, this nighttime show has come back to Universal Studios Hollywood. It is only on select nights through the spring and the summer, uh, but the experience is included with the cost of your regular park admission, and it does take place from dusk until park close. In Orlando at Universal's Islands of Adventure, um, an old store was converted into a seating area at the Lost Continent. That's right. There is now a seating area near Doc Segru's Kebab House, uh, and that is in the Lost Continent section. Uh, Doc Segru's Kebab House is a quick service food and beverage location, and now you have a place to sit and eat. Good. At Universal Studios Florida, the Vicious Six billboard has been added to the VillainCon Minion Blast soundstage. That's right. As Cheryl would say, it is soundstage V. As I say, it is soundstage 5. Uh, the new poster features the Vicious Six. Uh, you may remind that, remember them from some of the uh, Minions movies. And some of them are pictured on individual posters as well. Um, but it looks like we are not done with signs. Okay. So we're going to be getting more posters. Yay, signs. Some infrastructure plans have been revealed for Universal Orlando's 
epic universe. That's right. They're going to be putting in a giant elevated traffic circle um, to help ease traffic. Uh, and this is going to be part of Kirkman Road, and it's going to be part of 1.7 miles uh, that runs from Carrier Drive to Universal Boulevard. Uh, it's going to help ease traffic. The entire project costs $300 million. Universal's paying for half of just over half of the cost at $160 million. Orange County has contributed $125 million, and the state of Florida is going to be contributing $16 million for the project. Um, so uh, this is going to hopefully eliminate congestion on internet. National Drive. Well, that's good. Construction walls are surrounding Big Fire Fountain at Universal's City Walk. Well, uh, construction walls are surrounding the fountain at Big Fire Restaurant. Uh, the fountain has been kind of inactive and like operating slowly, so now there's construction walls around it. It runs the entire length of the restaurant, so no word on if they're ripping the fountain out or just replacing it. Okay. So uh, we'll see uh, in a few weeks. Uh, so that's all the show for today. And until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.